This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Welcome everyone. There's a very big, um, there's very interesting, a few places where it says that if a person does things, right, a person has to have belacha in life. Meaning to say, even parnasa, you have to have belacha in the parnasa. You could have parnasa. But sometimes the beracha is missing in the panasa. So how do you do that? How do you get the beracha in the panasa? Very simple. It's very simple. You do what is right. I'll explain. You see a lot of places in the Gemara. Well, I'll give you an example tonight. Where it says... If you do this, it says you'll never see beracha ever. You see, you get, you get crazy. What is that? What's going on over here? What could it be? I'll give you an example. One example the Gemara says, if you're working on a time where the rabbi said not to work, you'll never see beracha from that. You heard that? Example. Exa- example. The Gemara says specifically on Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av, you're going to work? The Gemara says, Beferush, according to Rabbi Akiva, it's in the fourth parak at the end of Mesechet Ta'anit. It speaks about, says, you work on Tisha B'Av. You'll never see Berachah from that money. Oh, the guy comes home. Oh, look at that. He made $1,000, But the beracha, there's no beracha in the money. Same thing, koshikin koshikin on Shabbat itself. You imagine a guy goes to work on Shabbat. It's a true story that happened. A guy t- came to me and said, Rabbi, I've been working on Shabbat, I want to tell you a story. This is what he tells me. He physically told me the story. He said he worked on Shabbat, he had a safe, whatever, some safe that he had inside his store, whatever, things like that. He said, Friday night when he left, they broke in through the AC on top of the roof, and they were able to steal all the money that I made. That, 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 whatever was made, you know, all the money was gone. So, you need beracha in your money. And the way you get the beracha in the money, if you are doing what you were required to do. Again, and we see that, why am I telling you that in this week's parashat, parashat mishpatim, what does it have to do with anything? I'll tell you. But one thing is for certain. Let's say for example, a guy cheats in business. Hey, he made a crazy amount of money. Do you think he's having berakhah from that money? Do you think? I'm asking you. Do you think? I don't think so. Uh, how are you having beracha in the money that you stole from somebody else? It doesn't even make sense. Why? Because a lot of times a person might have thoughts, oh, I'll cheat this way and I'll cheat that way and I'll make this and I'll make that. It's not even worth it. There's not going to be beracha in that money. It's not even worth it. What are you doing? Well, it doesn't even make sense. What are you doing? You know, somebody was telling me he was booking... What is that? Oh, that's me? <laughs> Am I live? Am I live on that thing? <laughs> so good. Right? So, what am I saying? I'm saying that the barakha, you have to do what's right. And why am I telling you that this week's parasha? 
I have a very big question. And you'll, I'll give you the answer through this. Listen to this. Last week, right before, at the end of Parashat Yitro, it speaks about the Mizbeach, the building of the Mizbeach, the building of the Mizbeach. This week, it speaks about laws, a lot of laws, of Ben Adam Lehavero. Like, uh, a lot of laws about it. Right? And then, next week, we're going to go back and learn about what? About the Mizbeach. So wouldn't it make sense? You just finished Yitro speaking about Mizbeach. So continue with the halachot of the Mizbeach. Why are you stopping in the middle, speaking about how do you treat your friend in business, things like that, all business ethics, things like that, and then go back to speak about the Mizbeach. Does that make sense to you? Say all the things about the Mizbeach, and then speak about friends. Don't do this to your friend. Don't do that to your friend. What, what do you have to do with this now? Should I tell you the answer? Very simple. Because a person might think there's a Mizbeach, and what do you do on the Mizbeach? You give what? Korbanot. So what do you do? So you'd say, okay, fine. Imagine your friend gives you a uh, a uh, sheep. He says, listen, I'm going away. I'm going away for the next week. Do me a favor. Can you watch my uh, my my uh, sheep? Say, sure, sure. He has, he has ten of them. What do you do? As he's away, you go to the Mizbeach, and you give you give his sheep. Make sense? You give his sheep. He comes back, says, oh, I gave you ten sheep, where is it? No, I'm going to give you back none. So where's the ten? No, listen, at the end of the day, uh, I was watching it for you, you didn't, you didn't pay me, I took my own payment, I took the sheep and I brought it for Hashem, this is what I wanted to do, it's Ms. Be'ach, listen, I have rights, no, I'm, I'm watching your sheep, you, this is my payment, this is what I'm... What are you doing? What are you doing? The Torah has to specify exactly how to deal with people's money in between everything. Why? Because we don't want to take somebody else's money and start using it for what you think, what you think is right. So therefore, it's saying, I don't want this korban. What are you doing? Eliminates! It's disgusting. What are you doing? You're taking somebody else's money. It's the guy who takes somebody else's money. He gives charity. He's like, wow. Everything was Sadiq. Wow, look at this Sadiq. And the guy sitting there. This, this guy took my money. He's putting his name on the thing. My money. He took my money. You understand what I'm trying to say here? The point. Like, what are you doing? You think you're going to get Baraka from this? You think you can get Baraka from this? It doesn't even make sense. You know, a fellow was telling me he was trying to book uh, 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 um, uh, flights and this, that. So he was booking a flight and it was expensive. For, for maybe it was 20, 15, 20 grand. He pays the guy. So now he's taking the money and he's going to deliver the, deliver the, deliver the book, deliver the ticket. You know, does it make sense to hold it, hold, you know, when you pay for a ticket, you get it right away, no? Yes or no? Am I wrong or no? Yeah. You get it right away. Three, confirmation. So he sends, he's telling me a true story. He sends the confirmation. He sends the confirmation. So the guy calls the, 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 the airline. Oh, this is my confirmation. I'm making sure that this is confirmation and, and this is my tickets. So they said, yeah, you confirmed, but you're not reserved. You, you confirmed meaning to say you're reserving, but we, but, but we don't have it committed. I said, what does that mean? No, it means that, 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 that it could be, it could be potentially a ticket. Okay. So the guy calls back, calls back every other week. They're saying, no, no, it could be. So what's going on over here? He calls back the guy. Say, I paid you. I paid you almost 15 grand. Where's the tickets? What's going on? 
Oh, you don't know this, that, that, that. For three months, he's pulling his leg with his money. Be honest. Either give the money back or don't give the money back. But don't don't play him like that. What I'm trying to say is, you think they're going to have beracha with the money of somebody else? It doesn't even make sense. How are you going to have beracha on the money? And therefore, the Torah is telling you in this week's parasha, be careful with people's money. Be careful in business. Be careful with parnasah. Be careful. Why? Because at the end of the day, look, it starts talking about last week about Mizbeach, and then it has a whole break about people, how to deal with people's belongings, and then it speaks about the Mizbeach again. It's trying to show you, because don't bring things on the Mizbeach that don't belong to you. Don't use somebody else's goods that doesn't belong to you. Finished. There's a very famous story. I'll, I'll tell you a story that happened. I was in the park. And at the park, it was like, call him or Ed, uh, Pesach. This past week. Uh, this, call him Pesach. This past, the last past one. We went to a big park. And what happened was, one of, uh, you know, the, 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 I forgot what it was. Like, it was like, a, we were playing, I don't know, somebody was playing soccer. And the soccer ball got stuck in the tree. So he tells a guy, he tells a guy, Oh, can we play some football? Can we, can we, he has a football. The guy has a football. He says, oh, can we, can, we, can we play some football? Yeah, we need to play football. So they're playing football like that. All of a sudden, after that, they take the football, and it's like a brand new uh, the, the thing, and they start chucking it at the tree to get the soccer ball off. Was that is that allowed, yes or no? What do you think? No. Again, this is a story. Story is, the case is very simple. We're in the park, and I was there, I'm, I'm watching this whole situation going on. They're playing soccer, they're playing, oh, the ball's stuck in the, in the soccer ball. So now, they're asking the guy, with a football, by the way, can we, can we, can we play with your football? Yeah, sure, chucks the football, and now, once he got the football, he sees the guy taking it and chucking it all the way onto the branch to get his, uh, his soccer ball off. And is that the right thing, is, is that allowed, yes or no? So the guy, I'll tell you what happened, I'll tell you what happened. The guy with the football, the, the, hey, he starts screaming, hey, what are you doing? It's my football. I never thought, you want to play, play, but don't, don't take it to use to get your soccer ball off from the tree. And let's say my football gets stuck, and also, you, 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 what's it called? You're ruining, if it hits branches, you're ruining the whole side of the football. What are you doing? So, you understand what I'm saying? So, that, that, that incident stopped, and I was thinking, I was debating, is that right? Is that right allowed or not allowed? And honestly, it's brought down in Gemara that says there was a story with a rabbi, where one time he was carrying something and on one side he was carrying wood. And it says on one side of his back he was carrying the wood. On this side he wasn't. So everybody was wondering, you had a towel. One, one he had a towel over here and one he had no towel. So, so they're all asking him, why would you carry wood on your bare skin. Put it on the towel. You know what he answers him? He answers him because I borrowed this towel. The towel is used for what? You take a shower, you you wash yourself. It's not used to put on wood and get it all ruined with wood. So therefore you see with people's money and people's belongings, you have a whole Torah about what? About how do you use it? It's not just have kid. And that's why it's very, very important. If you have, if you, if you're in business, and, and you have to be, there's two things. It says, how do you become rich? How do you become wealthy? One of the Gemara Mesechet Nida, it says, of course, you, you're saying in business, be honest in business. Of course, the Ma'a said we know. The Ma'a said we know. Everybody knows the Ma'a said. But these people don't know. These people don't know. Be honest in business. And they're gonna ask you after 120. What's the question? 
One of the questions they ask is, Nasata venatata be'emuna. Were you honest in business? And I'll never forget the day that question came back to a friend of mine, to me. Okay, listen to this. When I was back in Israel, I was, I was 18, and I saw a phone card. I saw a phone card. Listen to the story. I saw a phone card, and uh, back in the day, it wasn't like a cell phone. You took a phone card, you called. And it was, let's say, the cheapest was 30 cents a minute. 30 cents a minute. I went to a place where I was able to get it 7 cents a minute. And he had to buy minimum 200 minutes. 30 cents I was, the other people were paying. My whole yeshiva was paying 30 cents. I found the connection to pay 7 cents. I came back to yeshiva. I said, um, I put aside 25 cents a minute, 200 minutes. The whole entire yeshiva bought from me. The whole place. Everybody. It, overnight, I was flying hotcakes. I, I went to the guy, I need another shipment, I need another shipment like that. What's going on? Boom, 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 selling, 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 selling. I, I flew. I literally made maybe a few thousand dollars in, in a week? A few grand. And I, I was, I was, I was learning. I, it just happens to be, you know, happens to be. I went, I saw the phone guy, just put his line, anybody want. Boom, before you know, shh, I did that, and that was it. I, I stopped after that. I stopped after that. Well, listen to the story. After Pesach, I come back, and everybody's using their phone cards. Now I spent the money. And they tell me the company went out of business, and all the cards don't work. <laughs> now, who are they coming to me? They're coming to me. It's a true story that happened. They're coming to me, saying, uh, listen, you owe us money. Now think about it. I spent everything. I bought gifts for my brother, my sister. I'm coming back. What did you get us from Israel? I got you this, sterling silver. Now I'm like, oh, this is crazy. And I was like, well, we're nuts. And I, I never forget my friend, his name's Ari. Ari comes to me one day and he says, listen, we have, this is the cards. You have to honor your word. I was like, alright, but I sold it to them. It says that. He says, you have to honor. And then we were sitting down in Chi'ur. And he's, and Ari asked the rabbi in front of me, smart guy. He says, rabbi, what's one of the four questions they're going to ask you after 120? So name the four questions. Anybody know the four major questions? They ask, everything's going to be different, but there's four major questions. One is, Tzibita Yeshua. You had a mind, Moshe is going to come, uh, Hashem is going to take care of the world. What's the second, you know it? Oh, Kavat Aitim is so important. That's the second question. That's one. That's like they say, this is the first one they ask. Kavat Aitim on Torah. Imagine I'm giving you, you're going to get a test after 120, and I'm telling you the questions on the test. So the answer. That's what I'm telling you. The Torah is telling us, what's the four questions? And, now you got to, this is the questions on the test. I'm telling you the test. You got to get the answers. Which means, did you set us a time to learn Torah? Which means, this is the time I learned? Nobody's stopping me. Because one of the things that the Yetzirah loves is, to stop you from your learning Torah. He'll do anything to stop you from learning your Torah. You heard what I just said? 
He'll burn cities down. There was a very famous story. Forget about it. He'll do anything to stop you from learning Torah. Anything in his power. Anything. And I mean it with a passion because I see it time and time again with my own learning. I see it and I see what other people's, the guys learning, 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 all of a sudden, what happened? I had a wedding. Okay, fine. So that, that's the one. Uh, secondly, no, my, my, uh, my, uh, second cousin's out of her. Okay, second, share what I call the days. Oh, the, but if I say, what happened? He gets the learning. So therefore, when a person sets a set time, a certain specific time to learning, when you have that, in that situation, you know, nobody's bothering me this time. And I would advise, let's say you have two hours, an hour, shut your phone off completely. Because like that, people say, no, Rabbi, I have my phone on, but I'm not going to look at it. Until you get a notification. Until it buzzes, until this, then you're going to look at it. Of course. All of a sudden, you don't get you don't get no, no notifications. The whole day, nobody's texting you, nobody's calling you. All of a sudden, you open up the Gemara, ah, boom, three calls. What is this, emergency? Yeah, anything is emergency. You go, look, oh, it's like a, a marketing advertiser. How are you We're calling from, uh, there's that car warranty and this. <laughs> and I have to get my phone and car warranty. I thought it was an emergency. They called me 15 times. It's going to always happen. Because the Yetzirah loves to take away from your learning. You should know that, by the way. The Magid, the Malach, from the, from Shulchan Aruch. He was teaching him, he said, just know, the Yetzirah is running after to stop people from learning. That's it, I'll do anything to stop people from learning. Because he knows the second you start learning, the second you start the second you learn, you're going to be a different person. So he stops you. Now, the third is, Asakta Did you try to have children? And now, the Rabbi says, and this is one of the four. You ready? He says, Nasata venatata beemuna. Were you honest in your business dealings? Be honest. Were you honest in your business dealings? And the Gemara says, you're working hard, you're doing everything like that, but be honest in business. Now again, people might think, well, of course we're always an honest in business. You're honest in business Sometimes, until there's maybe a shady area, is it allowed or is it not allowed? Is it allowed or is it not allowed? Can I do it? Can I not? What's the big deal? That's when the questions come in. That's when the questions we say, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask the rabbi, is this allowed? Am I allowed to do this? Am I not allowed to do this? That's when the questions come in. And when I heard that, I told Ari, no problem. Every single person... The Bedin, I went to Bedin to settle it. Every single person got back whatever they had to get back. I got, guaranteed it. I guaranteed whatever got back, got back. Now you're gonna ask me what happened. I went to the guy who sold it to me. I said, listen, all these cards, you gotta refund me this amount. And he gave that me the money, and I gave back them their money. And that's how it solved. But what? You, a case like that, you would say, it's not my fault, you bought it. How am I supposed to know the company's gonna go out of business? You used it, you could've used it. I could've said, I could've said, I could've justified it. You listen, you had it for four months, you had it for five months. So what, you want, you want to, you want to be forever? I understand. I could've said that. I didn't do that. Why? You have to be honest in your business dealings. Whatever it is, you have to be honest in your business dealings. And this is this week's parasha. How do I know that? Again. First it spoke about the Mizbeach. Then it spoke about people's 
uh, business dealings inside this week's Mishpatim, how to deal with, 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 with monetary, monetary laws. And then it speaks about the Mishpat again. Why did that, why did that, why is that important? Because it, it's dealing with the laws of the Mizbeach. Why do you speak about people's money in the middle of speaking of the laws of the Mizbeach? Because that is the law of the Mizbeach. Be careful. Because you're going to put something on my Mizbeach and it's not yours and you're going to go give it to me. I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah? It's an important concept to be learned. It's an important concept to hold in your, in your brain. And again, the question is, if, 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 if it's black and white, you know, it's stealing, it's stealing. The question is where it's shady. Am I allowed? 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 That's where the test comes in. Of course, if, it, if it's black and white, I'm not allowed. Nobody's, 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 if it's not allowed, nobody's going to do it. But when it's shady, what do I do? It's the gray. Why the gray? I could do it like this. I could do it like that. Is it honest? I don't know if it's not honest. It might not be so on the point. You know, like that. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay, okay. That all are hot questions we can talk after. But the bottom line is, but the bottom line is, you get my point. My point I'm trying to make is honest in business. If it's if it's shady, you ask the rabbi: Is it allowed or is it not allowed? You understand? We'll talk after all the hot questions. We'll talk after. Right now, this is the parashat shiur. Well, yeah, everything. Please. So the bracha, so, so, there's, there's two ways. One way it says, you'll never see bracha. How? When you're doing things, you know what to do. For example, working on the Shabbat, working on Shabbat, working on, on, on other, other, other days where you're not allowed to work on, you work on those days, so you might see money, but there's no bracha in the money. There's no bracha in that money. Ah, so how do you have bracha in the money? When you're being honest. So that money has kiyum. That money stays for, for netza. That money is healthy, kosher money. Wow. You have bracha from that. You have bracha from that. that. That's the money where, wow, you have bracha. You know, there were certain, there were certain, there were certain institutions, certain organizations where, where back in the day, they would make sure, you wouldn't take any, any donation. Oh wait, where's it coming from? Who, who's giving it? Like that whole oh, kashbon. Oh, uh, is it kosher money? Not kosher money. It's a real thing. Is it kosher? Not kosher. And even, even, uh, even, uh, some of the, 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 the sefarim. If you look in the beginning, beginning of sefarim, it'll say, this was printed with, with uh, money that wasn't worked on on Shabbat, meaning to say that, 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 that we, we didn't take any money that people were Mahalal Shabbat and made money on Shabbat. We didn't take any money from them. Because you wanted the Sefer to be holy. Imagine you go and you buy a Sefer Torah with what money that you worked on on Shabbat. You worked Shabbat. You say, no, Rabbi, don't worry. I'm going to work on Shabbat, but I'm going to donate the money. What do you do? You buy a Sefer Torah. Now you take out the Sefer Torah on Shabbat. Like, ah, that's my Sefer. That's my Sefer. What do you think? What's your thoughts right away? That's the Sefer that we're reading? This guy, was on Shabbat, was saved, whatever he says, and he bought a Sefer, and now we're reading that same Sefer on Shabbat? How? How can that be? How can that, and they're reading it, like the bed, I'm on a high, and Moshe, they want, and the guy's smiling, see, this is my Sefer. The guy, he, he got Majnoni crazy or something, he just went, went, went out of your way, you stole the money, you this, that, that, and you buy it like that. You have to have kosher money. It's ethics. By the way, these are ethics. These, these are common sense. But the, even the Torah tells you the common sense, and it's so clear. Because I was very bothered. You look at that, you see, oh, it speaks about Mizbeach, then it stops, then it speaks about Mizbeach and Mizbeach. What's going on? The next Pashiot, we're gonna speak about the Mizbeach again and again. So why do you start without people's money? Because we want to teach you how important it is. Is that clear? Good. And you will receive the barakah when you do right. You will receive when you're honest. You will get that. Wow, you see, what? How did it even happen? 
this deal came through, and that deal came through, and that deal came through, and that deal came through, because you were straight. You were straight. You know, very successful businessmen, they say, be straight, talk straight, don't play, don't, don't play games, do real, what's real. And with that, that's a very important point. I'd like to discuss one more point, please. And that is, in this week's parasha, it speaks about, that was all, really this is, that was all part one. Right? That was all about money. We should actually stop that right here. And start, if we want to start something else, we can start something else. Put, put, put a pause on that. Shlomi, pause it, pause it please. Okay? That's very important. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.